When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, this is the NFL Week 11 episode of the Bacon Bets Podcast. Uh, I don't really want to talk about Week 10. 4, 9, and 1 for minus 5.36 units. <laughs> Not ideal. This has been the biggest grind of a football season since I started the road to 272 bets. It's certainly not gone as well as the past two years have. Uh, this brings our total record to 71, 73, and 6 for minus 5.8 units. Good news is we still have, what, 10 weeks down, 8 weeks to go? We got time to get back in the positive. Um, but pretty much that is how I'm looking at the season now is to get back in the positive. If I end the season in the green, I'm happy. I'm certainly not going to have a 30-unit win season like last year. But, hey, this is why I do it. I didn't expect every single season to be... Uh, just a celebration of riches. I expected a few seasons to be tough, and this has been one of them. But we march on. To be fair, I do like my picks this week. Uh, I think this is going to be a bit of a bounce-back week, so let's not waste any more time. Let's let's march forward. This is, this is the challenge that I was hoping for. This is the challenge of the road to 272 bets. Uh, NFL Week 11 starts now. Let's jump into it. No, Lisa. The only monster here is the gambling monster that has enslaved your mother. I call him Gamblor, and it's time to snatch your mother from his neon claws. More bacon than the pan can handle. 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 All right, starting on Thursday Night Football, we got the Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers last week. I finally backed the Titans after hating on them for a season and a half. They did win. They did cover. And now I'm going to go against them. I got the Packers minus three in this one. I think they actually have life. I wish I bet on them last week against the Cowboys because, and I've said this throughout the season, they went on that stretch where they looked terrible, but statistically actually not that bad of a team so i'm willing to back them in this spot at home as three-point favorites 12th in yards per play at 5.6 the titans are 27th at 5.0 13th in opponent yards per play the titans are 17th i will say the titans have played better the past few weeks uh compared to how they did at the start of the year but still packers better offensively statistically they're better defensively statistically and the titans biggest strength was a big reason why they've been successful at times this season has been their third down defense but that's matched by the packers in this game titans first and third down defense packers right behind them and third 
and third down defense. So I'll take the Packers here. I think um, I think we're going to see some positive regression from them. They they got some momentum with that win last week. Like I said, statistically, they aren't a bad team. They rank around average in a lot of areas. I think they handle the Titans here. So I'll take Packers minus 3, minus 110 against Tennessee on Thursday. Moving ahead to Sunday's games, uh, I got a bad line on this one, but I'll, I am on the Eagles minus 8.5. At minus 114, not even good juice, bad juice as well. I think as of now, I believe the line on this game is actually below the magic number of 7. So if you get it now, great on you. But I'm going to back the Eagles here. I don't think the Colts are worth betting on. I think the whole Jeff Saturday story was cute. I think it was fun that they won last week in Jeff Saturday's first game as a head coach. I don't think it's going to last forever, though. This is still a guy who doesn't, hasn't, I should say, coached a team above the high school level. And it's not like he and the Colts are playing against the Raiders this week. Now they get to play against uh, one of the best teams in the NFL in the Eagles. And Indianapolis last week benefited from getting to face the worst pass rush in the NFL. We know that they've had offensive line issues all season. The, uh, the Raiders are dead last in sack percentage. Now they take on... A very good pass rush, a very good defense in the Eagles. Um, Eagles far far superior in virtually every single category, both offensively and defensively. Defensively, uh, and their weakness, Philadelphia's weakness, and this is uh, why I bet against them this past week, is their inability to stop the run. But the Colts haven't been able to run the ball this year. Twenty fifth in yards per carry, so I don't think they're going to be able to take advantage of Philadelphia's biggest weak spot. So I will lay the eight points with the Eagles. Unfortunately, got a bad line, but I got Eagles minus eight and a half, minus 114 against the Colts. Then we got Saints and Rams, and I will take the Saints. I got the minus three and a half, minus 104. Uh, the Rams, as of this week, officially dead last in the National Football League and yards per play. They are now statistically the worst offense in the league, and to make matters worse, they have lost their best player in Cooper Cup. Uh, some dark days for the defending champions. I don't know if I've ever remembered a Super Bowl champion performing as badly as the Rams have uh, this season. And the Saints, uh, I keep betting on them. I keep feeling stupid doing so. I've done it now a couple weeks in a row. Um, but I, I, I got to trust the stats, and the stats show that they aren't as bad of a team as the record indicates. Now, maybe their stats were better than they should have been at the start of the year. And maybe they've shown their true colors and two straight starts against the Ravens uh, and the Steelers this past week. But at the end of the day, I've liked what I've seen more from the Saints than what I've seen from the Rams. I think the Rams are just absolute, complete trash. I don't think there's anything redeemed about this Rams squad, especially now with Cooper Cup out. I don't know what they plan on doing on the offensive side of the ball. So I'll take Saints minus three and a half, minus 104 in that one. And then we got the Bears and my Falcons. Uh, you might want to fade me on this one because I don't I don't think I've gotten a Falcons game right in like six or seven straight weeks, it feels like. Uh, I will take the Bears, though, on the money line, plus 150 against my Falcons. I think the Falcons showed their the, the 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 fun the fun part of the Falcons has now ended. They're no long no, they're no longer that fun frisky team 
that might make the playoffs. They have now, they were like that for the first seven or eight games, but now against the Panthers on Thursday night, that was a pitiful game to watch. That was a painful game to watch. Uh, the dream is over. They aren't a good team. Uh, 31st in opponent yards per play. Their defense is absolutely atrocious. And over each team's last three games, this Bears offense is 8th in yards per play. So I think the Bears are going to be able to do what they want offensively against this Falcons defense. Um, and the biggest weakness for the Bears has been their ability to protect Justin Fields. Uh, but the Falcons second last in sack percentage. Only the Raiders have a worst sack percentage than the Falcons. Uh, and also, and this is, I don't know if this is like a uh, Mike Vick curse or what, but it seems like as long as I've watched the Falcons, uh, mobile quarterbacks have killed us. Colin Kaepernick uh, did back in the day. Russell Wilson killed us a bunch of times. Cam Newton with the Panthers killed us. Uh, I think it's going to be the same thing here. I think Justin Fields might rush for 500 yards. I think the, Banth, uh, the Bears win this game outright. I was actually surprised to see the Falcons as favorites here. I think I'd set the Bears as favorites. So I'll take Bears plus 150 on the money line against my Atlanta Falcons. Commanders and Texans. Uh, I'll take the under. Under 40 and a half minus 110. I think the only unit in this game that's worth praising is the Commanders defense. Uh, they rank around middle of the pack in opponent yards per play, but they rank inside the top 10 in both third down defense and red zone defense. We saw that come up big against the Eagles uh, this past week. And both offenses are atrocious, ranking in the bottom 10 in yards per play. 27th and 30th in third down conversion rate. They're unable to stay on the field. Um, so with all those factors combined, oh, by the way, also Texans 31st in red zone offense. going to be hard to hit over when you can't score a touchdown when you get in the red zone. So all these factors combined, I will take the under in this game, under 40 and a half between the Commanders and Texans. I have another Moneyline underdog upset pick of the week. I gave you the Bears already. Here's another one for you. I'll take the New York Jets plus 145 against the New England Patriots. Bit of a hot take here. A lot of you might not agree with me, but I actually think the Jets are a better football team than the Patriots. Uh, Jets, I know they've already lost to the Patriots. Jets statistically dominated that game they outgained them 6.7 yards per play to 3.8 yards per play in that game zach wilson's three inter three interceptions is what killed them in that game but i think the jets actually outplay them and their jets their jets defense has been dominant this season fourth in opponent yards per play third in opponent yards per pass i don't have any faith in mac jones facing this Jets defense. I think this the Jets win right in this game. I will take the New York Jets plus 145 against the New England Patriots. Lions, Giants, you've probably guessed it already. I will once again fade the New York Giants and I will take the points with the Lions. Not going to take them to win outright, but I'll take plus three and a half minus 110. Side note, I don't know if you saw me tweet this today, but I got an all-time DM yesterday from a Giants fan. Uh, Mike Hofstein who his uh, Twitter bio says, mortgage broker, father, New York Giants fan. Uh, and if you need any help securing a mortgage, call him at 516-837-7501. So there you go, free ad from Mike Hofstein. If you want a mortgage in the New York area, call my boy Mike. He sent me a DM 
on Tuesday morning, and this is what it said, quote for quote, uh, you are a terrible excuse for a writer. Why can't you get behind a team for its accomplishments instead of breaking them down? Oh, because without being sour, you can't do your job. You must be on the Biden task force. Say hello to Stacey Abrams <laughs> and have an intellectual chat with AOC while you're on the road of hate speech, uh, end quote. That is Mike Hofstein. Be sure to give him a call if you want a mortgage in the New York area at 516-837-5701. Yep, that's right. I don't like the New York Giants, therefore I must be a part of the Joe Biden task force. Say hello to Stacey Abrams and have a chat with AOC. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, if my handicapping was uh, as simple as praising teams with good records and shitting on teams with bad records, then uh, it'd be pretty easy to guess who has betting on every week. So uh, I appreciate the message from Mike Hofstein, but I will once again fade his New York Giants. I will take the Detroit Lions plus three and a half in this spot. Um, I mean, these teams are very similar, and I think they're two bad teams uh, despite the differences in records, and two bad teams, I'll take the team that is getting the points, especially uh, when it's over the magic number of three. Um, Detroit uh, outranks them in red zone offense. They are in red zone offense. Giants are in 20th. Um, They also rank uh, 5th in yards per play, 5-point yards uh, per snap. The Giants rank 25th, averaging only 5.1 yards per snap. So the Lions offense has been significantly better than the Giants offense in just about every single area. And the two defenses are pretty comparable. I will take the Detroit Lions plus the 3.5 points and hope it at least... Uh, remains a close game. You got Browns Bills. This is an interesting one because the Bills obviously Super Bowl favorites, coming off two straight losses, and now once again nine and a half point favorites against a Browns team. But I'll take the nine and a half points minus one ten with Cleveland, and a big reason why is because over each team's last three games in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills have allowed five point nine yards per carry. That is the worst mark. In the NFL this season, uh, it, we're, I'm starting to see flashes of last year's Bills team that couldn't stop the run. If you remember, the Patriots ran all over them. I think Mac Jones threw like four passes against them in a game last year. The Patriots won. Um, the Bills defense specifically is banged up. Jordan Poyer specifically is out. I think the Bills are one in three when Jordan Poyer misses their games. Not good. Now they should still beat this Browns team. Um, but with the, how they've struggled to stop the run recently, I don't trust them to cover a nine and a half point spread against one of the better rushing offenses in the NFL. And the, the Browns, I think, are being a little bit underrated right now. They're certainly not a good team, but they're good, sneaky, sneaky good offensively, 11th in yards per play. Uh, yeah, Khalil Elam, Jordan Poyer, Greg Rousseau, uh, those are just a few of the names that missed last week. I don't know what their status is for this week. I assume at least a couple um of their starters will be out on defense and also um i don't know if this is a josh allen problem or a bills problem but dead last in turnover rate or sorry i should say turnovers per game this season they're averaging two turnovers a game worst mark in the nfl it's gonna be hard to cover uh, a nine and a half point spread if you turn the ball over twice so i will take the nine and a half points with the browns uh against the bills on sunday panthers ravens uh, 13-point spread, I think, is crazy. Even though it's the Panthers, uh, even if you just leave 
the Panthers' offense out of it. Carolina defense is good enough to not be a 13-point underdog. 14th in opponent yards per play. Baltimore is 19th. Now, the run defense does concern me a little bit because, especially lately, they have not done a good job of stopping the run. Uh, but still, overall, their defense is good enough. Baker Mayfield is getting the start for the Panthers this week. Does that hurt this bet? Does that help this bet? Uh, no idea. Not too sure how I feel about it, to be honest. But still, I can't get to this game being a 13-point spread. I would, I mean, maybe 10. I would even bet on the Ravens even if it was down to 10. But 13, it's a hell of a lot of points in an NFL game, especially with one that's featuring a defense uh, that is certainly not a bottom 10 defense. They're about average in a lot of areas. So I'll take the 13 points with the Ravens. Uh, sorry, with the Panthers against the Ravens. Uh, let's take a quick break. I'll be back in just a moment to give out the rest of my picks for NFL Week 11. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, let's keep rolling here. Bengals-Steelers. This is uh, one of the easier bets of the week, in my opinion. Bengals minus 4.5, minus 110. I still, I'm still convinced the Steelers stink. Despite their win last week against the Saints, they are still dead last in the NFL in net yards per play. The Bengals coming off a bye, trending in the right direction. Uh, if you look at offensive yards per play, Steelers are right down there with the Rams in second last place. Uh, and over their over each team's last three games, the Bengals are third in yards per play. Only the Dolphins and Chiefs have gained more yards per play over each team's last three games than the Bengals. And Pittsburgh can't stop the pass. 28th in opponent yards per pass attempt. So I could see Joe Burrow having a big game in this one. Also, if you look at third down, and we know how important third third downs are. Cincinnati, third and third down conversion rate. Steelers, 25th. Bengals, third and red zone offense. Steelers, 28th. Uh, so I think the week one result when the Bengals uh, were in a tough spot at the start of the year, I think that win for the Steelers is having an effect on this spread. I will take the Bengals, minus 4.5, minus 110. Broncos, Raiders, I wish I didn't have to bet on this game, but I will take Denver, minus 2.5, minus 115 in this one. Uh, I was on actually. I was, I was actually on the Raiders the first time these two teams played, uh, but with how good the Broncos' defense is, uh, I have to back them in this spot. If the Broncos' offense scored 18 points a game, by the way, I saw this stat today. If Broncos' offense scored 18 points a game this season, they would be eight and one. That's how good this defense has been and how bad the offense has been. First in opponent yards per play, seventh in opponent third down conversion rate. First. And red zone defense, second in opponent yards per pass attempt. Uh, truly an elite defense being completely wasted here this season. Raiders ran the ball on them effectively last time. Uh, maybe they'll do it again. But the Broncos offense has to be able to get something going against this Raiders defense, which is one of the shittiest in the NFL. Uh, Broncos dead last in third down conversion rate on offense, which is what killed them all season. But now they're taking on the Raiders, who are 30th and opponent third down conversion rate. So I might regret this, but I'll take the Broncos minus two and a half, minus 115 against the Raiders. 
Then we're looking at the Cowboys and Vikings, and I will take the Cowboys minus one, minus 110 against Minnesota. A lot of the offensive numbers between these two teams are pretty much identical, but the difference in this game comes down to the two defenses. We got one of the best defenses in the league taking on one of the worst defenses in the league. Cowboys rank 6th in opponent yards per play, 10th and 3rd down defense, 12th in red zone defense, and 1st in sack percentage. Comparatively, the Vikings defense ranks 28th, 9th, 31st, and 11th in those categories. They also rank 29th in opponent yards per pass attempt, which should give Dak Prescott a fantastic opportunity to bounce back in a big way after a disappointing game against the Packers. Minnesota's red zone defense might just be their downfall this year. It's going to be tough to continue to win games when opponents score a touchdown on 72% of their trips to your red zone. So I will back Dallas to bounce back in a big spot and finally end this win streak of the Vikings. Give me Cowboys minus one, minus 110 against Minnesota. We've got the Chiefs and the Chargers uh, on Sunday Night Football. I'll take Chiefs minus 7, minus 110 here. Even though the Chargers covered against the 49ers, I still don't think they're a good football team. They oh, they were outgained by the 49ers 5.5 yards per play to 4.2 yards per play. They had no business covering in that game. Uh, the 49ers running back doesn't stumble on his way to the end zone. They are late in the game. They don't cover. Uh, the Chiefs offense has been on fire lately, 7.2 yards per play over their last three games. Only the Dolphins have had averaged more yards per play over each team's last three games than the Chiefs. Chargers all the way down in 22nd in yards per play this season. I don't think they can keep up with the Chiefs in any fashion. Chiefs defense, 8th in opponent third down conversion rate. Chargers, 25th. Uh, Chargers need to get healthy and then have an actual good performance before I'll be willing to bet on them again. So give me Chiefs minus 7, minus 110 against Los Angeles on Sunday Night Football. And then Monday Night Football, I'll take the 49ers minus 7.5, minus 115 against the Cardinals. I'm still convinced the 49ers are actually the best team in the NFC. I actually think they're better than the Eagles. Second in net yards per play this season. Uh, they have the best defense in the conference. That you can't really argue. Uh, Cardinals defense is one of the worst. Jimmy G is better than a lot of people think. Kyler Murray stinks. Um, and that's even if Kyler Murray plays this weekend. Um, so I'm investing on the 49ers, both in some futures and both on a week-by-week basis. I don't think the results have yet to reflect how well they're actually playing so I think this is a good opportunity for me to take him I'll take 49ers minus seven and a half minus 115 against the Cardinals in a game that's set to take place in Mexico Mexico City I believe the final international game of the NFL season so there you go I'll go through and read through my picks once again Uh, I've been so cold with my NFL picks you might just want to go ahead and bet the opposite this week I would not blame you but here we go I got Packers minus three minus 110 against the Titans Eagles Minus eight and a half, minus one fourteen against the Colts. Saints minus three and a half, minus one hundred four against the Rams. Bears plus one fifty on the money line against the Falcons. Commanders Texans under forty and a half, minus one ten. Jets plus one forty five against the Patriots. Lions plus three and a half, minus one ten against the Giants. Browns plus nine and a half, minus one ten against the Bills. Panthers plus thirteen, minus one ten against the Ravens. Bengals minus 40, four and a half, minus 110 against the Steelers. Broncos minus two and a half, minus 115 against the Raiders. Cowboys minus one, minus 110 against the Vikings. 
Chiefs minus seven, minus one ten against the Chargers, and the 49ers minus seven and a half. Minus 115 against the Cardinals. My five best bets this week are as follows. Lions, plus three and a half. Bengals, minus four and a half. Cowboys, minus one. Chiefs, minus seven. 49ers, minus seven and a half. My favorite teaser of the week is to take both those uh, primetime football games and tease them down. So we're going to go Chiefs from minus seven down to minus one. And the 49ers down from minus seven and a half to minus one and a half survivor we are still alive in survivor we were on the bangle or sorry not the Bengals. the chiefs this past week against the jaguars we had one person lose on the bills one person lose on the raiders and five people including my co-worker reed wallach lost on the eagles on monday night uh our pick for week 11 is very straightforward we are one of only three t- uh entries left uh, by the way, 13 entries left. Winner gets $25,000. We are one of only three. Only three of the 13 entries remaining still have the Ravens available. We are one of those three teams, which makes it a no-brainer. So we will take the Ravens. They are by far the biggest favorites of the weekend as the Panthers. So despite being on the Panthers to cover, uh, we're going to be taking them in Survivor. Because the biggest downside of taking a massive favorite is a lot of other people take that same massive favorite. It won't be the same this week because at, at maximum... Only two other people will be on the Ravens this week. So I'll take the Ravens, or sorry, we will take the Ravens in Survivor this week. Hope for the best. Hopefully a 13-point favorite doesn't blow it. We'll hope a couple other people who can't take the Ravens do lose. And we'll be back next week and hopefully have 10 or fewer people left as we get down to the nitty-gritty for this year's Survivor pool for the 25K. There you go. That has been the NFL Week 11 episode of the Bacon Bets Podcast. Let's get hot. Come on, come on. It's time to go on a little hot streak here. We got to get back to the positive. Thank you all so much for listening. Rate and review this podcast. That helps us out. I appreciate it. Uh, Let's get hot. Gambler bless. I'll talk to you all next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.